Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Starting off with the food and grocery sector, Sainsbury's is set to move its head office to the sustainable JJ Mack building in London's Farringdon when the lease at its location in Chancery Lane expires in 2025. And Marks and Spencer announced 400 of its stores across the UK will be open from 6am to 10pm from the 18th to the 22nd of December to make it easier for customers to shop at a time that's convenient for them. Meanwhile Morrisons and Marks and Spencer became the latest retailers to be wrapped for the unlawful use of anti-competitive land, agreements that prevent rivals from opening stores near their own. The CMA found 65 agreements which restricted local competition. In other news, EG Group agreed to sell all of its 218 KFC franchise restaurants across the nation to Yum! Brands KFC division for an undisclosed amount to reduce debt. And Sainsbury's and Just Eat teamed up to trial the first ever Christmas Picky Bits delivery store in London, open between the 8th and the 10th of December. Finally, Aldi reclaimed its crown as the UK's cheapest supermarket for November, overtaking Lidl and found to be £20 cheaper than its equivalent at Waitrose. Moving on to clothing and footwear results, Fraser's Group reported an 8% increase in pre-tax profit 26 weeks to the 29th of October as the group's elevation strategy continues to drive strong trading performance. On the other hand, Quiz announced it expected revenue to be 6% to 8% lower than predicted in the year ending 31 March, 2024 as shoppers cut spending. In other news, Bershka teamed up with AI-powered virtual fitting room platform 3D Look to offer a virtual try-on service that hopes to eliminate the fit and sizing guesswork typical of online shopping, and reduce rising return rates. Meanwhile, John Lewis opened its first pre-loved luxury fashion pop-up at Peter Jones on Sloan Square that will run until the 31st of January. And House of CB is set to open a new store on Oxford Street later in December, making it the brand's third store in the UK. Farfetch is facing mounting debt and other financial obligations, and is exploring a number of options to stay afloat including the potential sale of its brand incubator New Guards Group. Elsewhere in the sector, Ted Baker owner Authentic Brands Group secured new funding for the retailer with asset-based lender Secure Trust Bank Commercial Finance. This will assist the business by providing a platform for the growth of Ted Baker's UK and European retail operations under the OCK Group. And Matches is working with restructuring company Tenio to explore its options to raise around £50 million, including an equity raise in a bid to support its business turnaround strategy. Now let's turn to the health and beauty sector. THG announced that all employees working at its Manchester head office will be required to return to the office for five days a week starting January 2, 2024. The company also acquired skincare brand Biosense from US biotechnology group Amirasync for £15.8 million, expecting to close the deal by mid-December and complete integration of the brand by the first quarter of next year. In terms of stores, Boots opened the doors to its first Boots beauty store at Battersea Power Station in London housing 250 curated beauty brands catering to all budgets. Meanwhile, Miniso launched its budget beauty and self-care collection in selected UK stores, following a successful rollout across its international stores. In Electricals News, EE boss Mark Alira revealed he is planning to take on Amazon and Currys as one of the UK's biggest seller of electrical goods, wanting customers to buy items through the telco network every day and every week. And in the household goods sector, 
Dunelm opened the doors to its first shopping centre store inside an ex-John Lewis unit at Atria Watford. IKEA is set to increase the pay of its workers as part of investment to support workers through the cost-of-living crisis, where eligible workers will also receive a share of the £25.6 million bonus pot, taking home at least an additional month's pay ahead of Christmas. In terms of results, Ola Kili bounced back from administration, with pre-tax profits of 66% compared to last year, while sales soared by 42% driven by its e-commerce business. Moving on to department stores, marketplaces and specialists, Pound Stretcher promoted its finance director Tristan Phillips as its chief executive. He succeeds Derek Lawler, who stepped down in May. And John Lewis Partnership filed several trademark applications, hinting at the name of its property venue including The Fold by John Lewis, The Fold, and The Fold by JLP, for the 10,000 homes being built over the next decade. Meanwhile, the Trafford Centre near Manchester will have its own police station in a move to increase security at the shopping complex, seeing the mall manned full-time by a team comprising one inspector, one sergeant and six constables from January. In terms of stores, part of Lakeside Shopping Retail Park in Essex is set to be demolished for a £200 million warehouse and distribution centre, and create 700 jobs. And the first set of Wilco stores under its new owner have now opened, marking the discount chain's return to the High Street, starting in Exeter and Plymouth. In other news, Fenwick was named the official luxury retail store partner for Newcastle United, seeing the department store take over the club's The Rooftops Bar. Looking at results, Moonpick Profits edged up in its half-year to October, as subscriptions, video and audio messages supported sales growth. Watches of Switzerland posted a 2% increase in group revenue in the 26 weeks to October on a constant currency basis, strengthened by its trading performance in the US, while revenue was flat at reported rates. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from retail economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.